Hariyam, Shri Gurubhyo Namaha. Whenever we walk into a cafe or an airplane or a hall, we look for a spot where we can sit. We look for a small bit of space. Even when we go to a different country, we look for a place where we can stay. We're constantly looking for space to fit ourselves into, where we can be comfortable. And space has this wonderful quality of just accommodating. Not outer space, just the space within our own atmosphere. Whatever's there, it accommodates. If you put more there, it accommodates. You take out, it accommodates. And if you think about it like when we pack a suitcase, we might think the suitcase is so full, but you buy another sweater or another T-shirt and you open the zip just a little bit, push everything and squeeze it in, and it gets accommodated in that space. And if you've ever been to the Indian local trains, it's amazing how many people will fit in the train, on the train, hanging off the train. And you would think that not another person could fit on there and the train will stop. And not one, but many people continue to find their way in and find a spot to fit. Space just accommodates whatever comes along, fits in. This is this beautiful quality of space that we can contemplate on and even absorb within our personality. And space is able to accommodate maybe because of its vastness and it doesn't reject, it just never rejects. So one is the sense of it just keeps going and it's so vast and the other is it's not looking to see do I like it, don't I like it, do I want it, don't I want it, is it good, is it not so good. If it's there, it's accommodated, it's accepted. So in terms of the vastness of it, Maybe because there's so much space, it allows everything to be within it. In that sense, with us, it would be our own mind. The vastness of our mind is our open-mindedness, our ability to accept new ideas or new cultures, new beliefs, new anything that doesn't fit into what's already there. If you think a few years ago, gay rights and lesbian rights was something that was considered morally wrong. But if we look at the world today, we've already come to accommodate and accept. Many, many years ago, mixed marriages were frowned on again. They were thought to be breaking social codes and destroying social structure. Once again, when we look around today, they accepted and even celebrated. When we leave our mind open, we accommodate. And accommodate doesn't necessarily mean approve. We just allow it to exist. Otherwise, our tendency is to want to remove it, to destroy it, to eliminate it. But it can just be there, even if I don't like it, or if I don't approve of it in terms of my sense of values and judgment. It can exist. Even the ugliest creature like a cockroach, space allows it to exist. And the most beautiful creatures, like a peacock, space allows it to exist. They find their place within things.
And space has that sense of, I am not going to get less by it being there. And if we could also think that way, I am not going to be less by whatever it is being there. There's a lovely story that I had heard. Two brothers owned neighboring farms and lived harmoniously for about 40 years, uh, borrowing and lending each other tools and exchanging labor and and equipment. And one day a, a misunderstanding led to argument. Over time it built and angry words were exchanged until finally it led to the brothers not speaking to each other. One day a carpenter rang the doorbell of the older brother and said, "Um, I'm passing by this town and I'm in need of work. Do you have anything I can help you with around the farm? I'm a carpenter and I promise to be able to deliver an excellent job. The farmer looked over the shoulder of the carpenter and said, see that creek over there? A few weeks ago, it was a meadow that was between our two farms. But my neighbor, who happens to be my younger brother, drove a bulldozer back and forth until now. It's a creek dividing the two farms. And if he thinks he's going to get the better of me, I'll show him. I have some wood lying at the back. And if you could, please build a fence and make it high. Make it so high that I don't have to see the farm or my brother's face ever again. The carpenter nodded and said, I think I understand. The older brother had to go into town to run a few errands and left the carpenter to his work. When the brother returned that evening to his shock, there was no fence, but there was a bridge between the two farms over the creek. And as he looked over, he saw his younger brother standing at the entrance of the bridge with his arms outstretched. And he yelled, Brother, after all I have done, you have built a bridge. Instinctively, the brothers walked towards each other and hugged at the center of the bridge. Just then, the older brother turned back to see the carpenter packing his tools and ready to leave. He shouted out, saying, Wait, I have much more that I can give you. Stay a night or two and do a few more errands. The carpenter smiled and said, I'd love to stay, but I have many more bridges to build. If in our thinking we allow even the possibility of a bridge, even if we don't build it, just allow a possibility of it to exist, would be far more accommodating of other people, of other cultures, of opinions, of values, of other ways of doing simple jobs, of other ways of even ourselves being. To accommodate is to not reject, not necessarily accept and approve either, but to allow the possibility of something different to exist. If we accept what is, let go of what was, and have faith in what will be, we would be far more like space. 
more vast and accommodative. Think about it. For more information on Chinmaya Mission, visit our website, chinmayamission.com. For all the young adults out there, to know about our upcoming activities at the nearest Chinmaya Mission Center, visit us at chinmayayuvakendra.org. And for all our parents and teachers listening, please visit chinmayakids.org for an interactive experience of spirituality on a digital platform. Spellings of the website are provided in the description field of the podcast.